They have two 1999 packages. I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, I think one is you can do like this kind of meetings and have a certain amount of people in. Uh-huh. And then they have another version where you're um, doing webinars. So instead of having everyone show up like you and I are here now, you can do a webinar thing, like a thousand seat webinar if you want to. Or oh, wow. I think it scales up like by a hundred or something like that. I'm not sure. I didn't, I don't really wasn't big into webinars recently, but it might be something worth doing. I don't know. I see all these people putting out these courses and I'm like, you know, fine. <laughs> right. It's time for me to get on the ball. I got a software, like seeing you guys put software together. I start, I got that Agritech software. That's an, I have a nice beta version that it's not working right. And I've already 11 grand into it. And I'm like, holy shit. Jeez. Yeah. And then the, the automator tool, that's the, I'm just waiting on Ted because he's got to be, you got to make sure that it talks to Cora. And the version I had done for four, talk to Cora just fine, but Cora five is like, no, fuck you, I'm not communicating. <laughs> Are you still thinking about doing something for schema? Yeah, for sure. I want to do that. That's 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 the hands down ones because I'm taking on more and more clients with bigger pages, bigger yeah. pages. And I need something where I can just take a CSV, the the guys put it in there, and I plug the CSV in the software, spit it out, and go, here's your schema, apply it to the pages. Yeah, that'd be good. I think just a CSV upload would be perfect. Yeah. And I think I want to do it kind of like how Schema app has it set up, but I don't want it so that when you cancel your service, if you cancel using it, then... You lose everything. Yeah, you lose everything. And I think that's garbage. So. It's great for them on their retention side, but you know, people like me, I'm not afraid to cancel. So right. I'll, I'll go without schema before I'll be held hostage. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So. All right. It looks like everything's working. Guys, if you can let me know if you see Jordan and myself. Yeah, there's Jordan cool hat he's gonna sell those on etsy so that's right <laughs> that'd be a good you know that would be a good lead gen thing right i know i don't do econ though i need to hire someone 14.95 for shipping and handling you pay for your hat and you get some shit, shit these hats were 30 bucks oh geez you get ripped off call it chinese oh actually i know i know all right so all right, good. So, sound and audio. All right, everyone, welcome to SEO This Week, episode 130. Today, we're going to be talking a lot about tools. Um, I have some that I found, and also we're going to end it with Jordan here. He's going to give us a nice tour of GeoMappy. Hopefully, I said that correctly. Yep, yep. It's your new uh, rank tracker for GMBs. I got to play with it, actually, uh, Jordan was nice enough to give one of our staff some extra credit. So we got to play with it a little bit more. Um, and it's, it's really cool. Um, I have some questions, obviously, you know, play, be a little bit of devil's advocate. I don't want to be sure. a <laughs> sure. thing, but I like questions because questions make products better. 
So uh, we'll check that out, and uh, Jordan will give us a complete tour. So if you have questions about GMB, GMB ranking, and all that stuff, have those ready in your pocket so Jordan can answer those as he's going on. Also, if you look in the comments, there's a direct link to the product. Uh, it's $25 a month, and then you can buy credits on extra. I believe the pricing's right. Let me look real quick. Yep, $25 a month for the subscription, which is completely reasonable. Uh, and then if you're one of those nuts that has a bajillion maps like Jordan, then maybe you might need to buy some more credits. But I've, I've already used the mine up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but check out the page as well. Not an affiliate link. I'm too lazy to ask for one and I don't want to put one together. So <laughs> maybe next time. Anyway, uh, let's go through the stories and bring up the screen and lesson learned from last time. I have to make sure that it's always being shown. Share. All right. All right. You guys see my screen now? Hopefully. I can. Okay. He can? Good. That's good enough. All right. So let's start at the end. This is a, uh, it's a lead gen page, but there's a video attached to it. It is 21 psychological elements of power effective web design. Um, and there's an infographic if you sign up for it. The infographic is well worth dropping your email in there. If you, you want to, give them a dummy one, but they're putting out some really great content. Um, the reason I shared this is because of that video. The video walks you through the infographic and the thought process behind leveraging it. Uh, I like to model people that are doing great and wonderful things. And I think that this will help you if you're into landing page design. Uh, and setting up conversions and it applies to everything that you're doing so local e-commerce whatever uh, you can make a good landing page using these tips the video is a part one and there's a part two both of those are an hour long so grab some coffee if you want to watch them i sped it up a little bit just because he just the way he talks and the way i learn uh, but i think you're gonna get a lot of great information out of this so check that out. It's at marketingexperts.com. I gave the URL right to the landing page uh, in uh, on my post on right here. The URL is directly to that landing page, so you don't have to search for it if you don't want to. Um, but it's really good. I, I would highly suggest at anything just checking out the video. Uh, next one is one that Jordan and I were just talking about. Is a Google extended the same match, same meaning, close variance to phrase and bod broad match modifiers. Basically what that means is before, if you put an exact match, then they would give you an invariant. So if you're looking for clothing, you were like, you had a, what is it? Like, yeah, like here's a good example. Your search, your ad is for clothing, but someone searched for clothes, now Google will pop that up, right? Um, and then they would show your ad and you're like, how come Google's showing my ad? I have exact match. Why is it showing me for these other terms? Well, Google's extending that into phrase match and broad match. Um, and one of the things Jordan and I were talking about, and Jordan, you can expound on it if you want, because you're doing more of these ads than I am, is uh, that it's taking away the SCAG campaigns, single keyword ad group campaigns, yeah. or, and taking the power away from those. Um, to me, this is just, it's like Google advertisers want to, or they have optimized for specific keywords. They've done all their CRO, or they're in the process of doing it, and now Google's throwing this monkey wrench in that kind of screws everything up. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is 
I use the keyword insertion tool still quite a bit just to get as much relevance as I can. I don't use Skag too much, but this would be a huge problem on those Skag users. Um, and it's, it's, they try to make it more difficult for your page to be relevant too. I think like there's some people that teach using PPC. Like I talk about it a lot is use PPC to find out if there's search volume in there, get your right. CRO done, get your ad highly relevant in Google's systems, which right now what we have is quality score, right? And so you get, you get your, ad, your CPC down, your conversions up and your quality score up. And that in turn translates over into the SEO. It makes your SEO campaign a lot easier and let you know it's worthwhile. Yeah, but think, this makes it more difficult. Yeah, it hurts that process. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. It's To me, it's 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 a money grab. They want to be able to say that their machine learning is really smart. Uh, so we're going to show your ads to more people, which means you're going to spend more money on ads uh, for them. Uh, enforcing it, I think, is the wrong way to go, in my opinion. It used to be an option. You can turn on that machine learning crap or turn it off. Uh, now it's getting to me... To me, is like they're just forcing it, and this is the way it's going to be. Deal with it. So, what sucks? Uh, if you're a PPC person, I'd like to hear your opinion on this, uh, specifically if you're doing this a lot. Like I used to do PPC. I was a Google partner for a while, and I just wanted to focus on you know SEO and um, video marketing. Um, but you know, if you're a PPC guy or gal, I'd like to hear your opinions on it. Pretty interesting. Uh, next one is Backlinko. This one was updated July 30th. I'm not sure when it was originally published, but I like when he updates these things because you get some more insights. Uh, there's a whole set of stuff in here for you to go through. Um, and question DB was a new added and rank for brand name terms that was also added. And I thought those were pretty cool uh, additions to grab some more traffic. Uh, and check things out. And then use site links to boost your organic click-through rate. A lot of people aren't leveraging those, and you can turn those on using schema if you want to. Uh, and so I think you should at least, at a minimum, check this out. Some good information. If you don't notice this week, I'm flying through because I want to give Jordan as much time as possible. So. Uh, next, self-managed WordPress hosting on Google Cloud. If you are like me, one of those domain hoarders, this is a good way to leverage those. You can either park them, make a little bit of money, or just use uh, the Google Cloud platform, throw up a couple one-pagers, uh, and, and kind of turn those into something just for now. Uh, I like the, the fact that you can use the Google Cloud platform, and it's, it's quick. Uh, and the pricing is actually pretty good if you keep it down. So there's a step-by-step -step instructions right here. And then there is a video. There is the, uh, that'll go th through and show you that. Uh, a lot of people wonder if that's valuable. I don't like, I use S3. You can use, uh, and you, there's another feature inside of Amazon uh, that you can host uh, WordPress sites on. And the way that's set up, it's actually pretty expensive, but it scales. So if you have a big ass site then amazon is probably the way to go uh and if you're just doing like they're fast too quick really fast um so this is probably something that i would check out i was thinking about just throwing some pbns on here and see how long it took google to catch them um but i would have to invite them to do it so like just do rebuild you know what i mean <laughs> right <laughs> and see how that works but uh, I think this is pretty interesting and cool, especially if you're looking to get away from the host gators and go daddies of the world. And I hope everyone does that. That'd be awesome. 
this one brought a lot of attention this week. Neil Patel and Matthew Woodward both put out variations of this process, and that was implementing FAQ rich snippets uh, on their pages to grab more of the search results. And I think it's a pretty good idea. There are some concerns that maybe if you're doing that, you could create a, uh, a situation where it was not intended to be used. Uh, and I do believe that if you abuse it, you're going to have trouble. Uh, but if you do it in a common sense way, you're going to have uh, be pretty good. And I just love this this idea that you can just drop these questions on your pages uh, and get them. Essentially, it's people also ask, also ask, and it's right under your search results. So uh, I would certainly leverage this. This is really cool. And again, that's done with schema, and I'll show you how to do it. I'm getting ready to, to implement this on uh, one of our sites just to see how it works out uh, for CTR. Yeah, I may test that this week too. Yeah, it's pretty easy. The scheme is really easy to write. So uh, let's see. Uh, Shopify, if you folks are using Shopify to sell your products, we always had an issue of the built-in systems for SEO. And I found this add-on uh, that some people recommend. It's a monthly add-on. Uh, but it's supposed to help make your uh, SEO over there a little bit easier. Again, this is cool as dynamic meta tags if, and dynamic alt tags if you're messing with uh, PPC to your products and now Google's changing stuff. Now you can put some dynamic stuff in there and that should help out as well. Uh, so this is another cool tool that I found. Not very many people are talking about it, so I figured I'd show it off uh, and maybe that would be helpful to you. Another tool is a simple banner tool. This is if you're doing like those ad blocks uh, for display ads this, and it's free. So you just go ahead and click the button, launch the banner, do your thing, and then it'll spit out all your stuff for the Google Display Network. Very handy if you are leveraging those. And then the real simple keyword tool uh, from the same people, metadsp.ai. Uh, and this one's actually really cool. You just put your URL in there. It'll crawl your website and it'll just analyze the keyword and then spit up queries for you that it thinks your page is relevant for. Um, you do a couple of things. One, you can see if there's a better converting term that the software here figures out and maybe re-optimize your page for that term or use those terms for anchor text because the, the tool is saying it, you're... you're um, relevant to it so why shouldn't your anchor text say the same thing maybe you can grab a little bit more ranking power out of that and then finally we talked about uh analyzing your log file and uh, one of the issues if, you, if you're using cloudflare it kind of messes that up and one of the reader or viewers saw found this one is called logflare.app i wish i saved the name who shared it with that but you know who you are thank you very much uh, he researched this and found it out. All you do is up and it'll install and you can start pulling through your Cloudflare uh, log files and see a lot more information. Really what I'm using it for is looking at this Googlebot and making sure that it's not getting stuck anywhere. So, um, But you can do a whole lot of stuff. And I think it was last week that Ted gave some more tips on what you can use a log file for. So check that out. Uh, it'd be pretty um, interesting to use. And That's this, a cool tool. This is my segue article. <laughs> Five things we discovered analyzing 45,000 Google My Business listings. This is from Bright Local. Great article. It is a video format and there is a transcription down here, but uh, there's some points that obviously some of us are, already know. Uh, one, you need a website. The images improve uh, engagement 
which is kind of true. Uh, and then uh, GMB is not just for brand searches. Customer action rate is up. And then car dealerships are still the standout industry based off of their data that are leveraging GMBs. Yeah, I'm pretty excited the fact because they use car dealerships a lot to test a lot of their features. And one of the features in there is uh, you can add products. The car dealership can literally add their entire fleet into your GMB listing. So you can see every single photo of every car that they have on the lot full descriptions, mileage, pricing, everything. So it's just one of those things that um, if you're not utilizing your every every feature in your listings, you should be. There's reasons why Google comes out with certain things. You should be using every single piece of it. So um, they do this a lot too with restaurants. You can add menu items, things like that. So yeah, I know about the restaurants. I wasn't didn't know about the car dealership, but I've only yeah. You know, I've only had the misfortune of working with one car dealer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they have like a massive upload tool for that. It seems like that would be very monotonous if you have to enter it in one by one. But yeah. hopefully they'll have some type of bulk upload for products at some point. Yeah, it seemed like it would be a full-time job without. Yeah, absolutely. At least for the first, just to maintain it would be kind of a The thing. first month. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you're always, then, you, then you sell a car and have to swap everything back out again. So. Hopefully there's going to be some data upload that you can do with those. If you sell a car, can you change the images? So let's say you sold a car and then you put sold to reflect, hey, look, people are buying from us. I'm not sure if you can reflect it, but the status is. Yeah. I think you just have to remove it from your just from take the it database. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Still, that's still a cool feature. But yeah. Like all right, so that's the last of the news stories. Again, I did that quick on purpose because I wanted to give Jordan as much time as he needs to show off this cool guy thing. So the screen is yours, Jordan. And again, while he's doing that, everyone, if you have GMB questions, now's the time to ask. Uh, to ask. If I have GMB questions, I go to Jordan. So uh, leverage this opportunity. And with can that... You, can you guys see my screen? I got it. These competitors. So let me know if you guys can see the screen. Yeah. I hate that delay. There's like a 15 second delay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can see the screen now. So. Okay, everyone on there can see? Okay. So the software is called Geomappy. You can go to geomappy.com to sign up. There is a $25 monthly subscription. You're guaranteed 1,500 credits every month. And I'll explain to you how the credit system works here in just a minute. Um, and then if you need to buy additional credits, you can buy additional um, as you use them. And then any credits you don't use roll over into the next month. Um, when you first log in, we have a pretty easy support ticket system here. So you can come in here if you have any problems with your with the software, if there's any features that you wanna see added. Uh, there's about a 10 minute video here that shows you how to use the software, some different tips of how you can use it, not just for rank tracking, but uh, maybe using it for outreach for, for new customers as well. Um, the tool is very simple to use. You come in here, you click on add new, and this uses Google's API. So you can, this is only gonna work if the address is showing, so if it's, you start typing here, then you'll see your business pop up. If it's a service area business, you have to just click on, I will add it manually. 
It's really important that since our software actually goes out and scrapes your business information on all of the top competitors that you have to enter in this information exactly as it is. So if you have an LLC incorporated, you know, if it's Mr. Period Locksmith LLC, you have to match it exactly how it is. With the software, we're in six countries, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, UK, and the United States. In this example, we're gonna choose the US. And you can enter in the zip code of where your business is actually physically located. You, then you can choose your mile radius. The reason why I get this asked a lot, the reason why I kept it, capped it at 15 miles is because this tool, I wanted to build something that helps you optimize for proximity. And I don't mean just optimizing for plumber Dallas. I mean, op optimizing for plumber and things like plumber nearby. So that's why this tool is used. I've never ever seen a proximity search query rank larger than 15 miles. Um, if you have something that you think you're ranking more than that, I would love to see it. But when I say proximity, I mean things like just plumber or restaurants nearby, those types of searches. Once you run the tool, you have a couple of different options. So you can run it a full campaign, which is gonna run um, based upon how many keywords you put in there. In this case, I put in two keywords, SEO and SEO Vancouver, Washington. Um, within that mile radius that you chose, it, it goes out and grabs every single zip code within that mile radius. So if you click on locations here, what that's doing is it's went out and grabbed about six zip codes within that mile radius and matched it with each keyword term that you put. When you see locations, locations is one zip code. So the way the credit, the credit system works is every time you do a search and run a campaign, it's gonna charge you one credit for one keyword and one zip code. When you execute a campaign, you can do it either by the full campaign, so it's gonna run all of your keywords, all of your locations at once, or you can choose by keyword, or you can choose by location only. Um, you get a couple of different views. Again, you can see the locations view here, see a list of everything. You can also see a map view. And you can target it down based upon um, the keyword. So let's say it's SEO Vancouver, Washington. I'm ranking number one within the zip codes number two. So each pinpoint is a, is a geographical location. It's a, it's, each zip code is tied to its own GPS coordinates as well. Um, you're gonna see some different rank fluctuations because just using SEO is technically a proximity term. I didn't put any city relevance in there. So that's why you're gonna see different results. So uh, one of the biggest things that I keep telling people is, is the old days of ranking in the three pack, those days are over. Now it comes to a point where you need to rank in as many three packs as possible. And when I mean as many three packs, I mean, if I'm searching from this zip code, I need to make sure that I'm ranking within that zip code based upon that term. Whereas before, back around 2017, before proximity even became a thing, it was pretty easy to rank for that city because everything was based upon the centroid or the center of that city. So that's how Google pulled the relevance from, was from the center of that city. So that's why I wanted to build a tool that really helps you battle proximity searches, helps you be able to target areas of where you need to optimize the most. Um, any changes that you'll see within your rankings will be colored. So in this case, you'll see green in rank changes um, where you have a positive movement. It'll be a red number if you've had decreases. 
any numbers where positions have not moved at all, it'll stay in blue. And this little purple dot that you see here, that's actually your uh, physical location of your business. If it's a service area business, this isn't going to show. So we'll show this, for example. So Mr. Locksmith's in Olathe, Kansas. There's not going to be a purple dot here because it's not a physical business. It's a service area business. Okay. Um, again, going back to the credits, you're guaranteed uh, 1,500 credits when you sign up. That's $25 per month. If you need to buy additional credits, you just click on the need more and you can buy whichever package you need. So we serve $10 all the way up to 500. And I'll tell you, even having 20,000 credits, that's a ton of searches. Uh, most people, you're, you may not be running a search for the entire campaign. Um, like if we look on here, um, let's say this was ranking like number 15. Well, this would be where my focus of optimization would be. So you may only need to run just a keyword plus that zip code search. In addition to the map view, you also you can click on view details and you'll see a list of every listing that's ranked for that zip code within the area. So you see all your competition on the right. And you can do that for every single zip code location. What does that two mean? The two means there's more than one locations in there. Um, so if it's blacked out, it means there's there are usually two zip codes that are probably really close together. Okay. So if you zoom in, it'll spread out. Um, in addition to the tool, we also do have sharing. So you can actually send an external link to uh, your customers. So you can see, have them see a real live version of whatever keyword it is, their business, and where they're ranking. A lot of our users right now are actually using this for an outreach tool, just sending emails out to business owners, saying, this is a list of where your, where your service area is. You know, we'd love to help you improve your rankings and you know, the zip code or something like that. So that's one way to help you use that outreach, use those external links. You know, we wanted to build something that wasn't just so you can see your rankings, but be able to utilize that and help you with your optimization process. Um, but any questions, I mean, it's a pretty self-explanatory tool. I mean, we made it really user-friendly. You can send reports out. You can send PDFs, CSVs to clients. Um, I like using the external link tool. It's just a lot easier for them to see. Um, but that's, that's the tool in a nutshell. Cool. Uh, let's see. What were the questions I had? Uh, the rank tracker, can you go that to that? The sheet, it was, uh, I think you clicked 12 locations. That's what you clicked. So it shows change. Does that number represent where you're ranking or the change up or down? So that it means that you've increased ranking based upon. Um, so any green changes up means how many you've moved up. Okay. Oh, I see. I see a position. It was just because you had it flipped. Duh. Yep. <laughs> All right. Perfect. And then on the map, the question I had there. So a lot of people know local Falcon. This one's fine because it, it'll represent the question. Um, you know how local Falcon did that grid. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that are savvy in GMB think of that as the, I guess, the gold standard idea of how you should measure proximity searches. 
What, how would you counter the argument? Well, what about, let's say I'm over on, you know, south of Vancouver there and Washington 14, and it, there's no circle there. I want to, I'm standing there. Well, how do I know I'm going to rank in a three packet from there versus of up there in I-5? Yeah, because the reason why is because we match every zip code with its own GPS coordinates. There's over 45,000 zip codes in the U.S. alone. They all have their own GPS coordinates. So ours is based upon the center of that zip code, and it's based upon the data that we have from Google. So this is what Google uses. So mm -hmm. just because – so the, the problem with something like Local Falcon is they're made – let's take these two, for example. Let's say – you know, this is the center of the zip code and you also service kind of within this area right here, but you haven't really touched it. The GPS coordinates is actually going to take our closest location. So the problem is with something like local Falcon, you know, you may see your ranking third here, your ranking fourth here, and then it may show your ranking like three and three here. Well, there's, since there's no official GPS coordinates in between those areas, it's taken averages. It's the only way that it can approximate those locations. So everything that we take is an actual GPS coordinates that matches it with its sensor zip code. So there may not be a GPS coordinates here because this is right on a river. There may not be necessarily anything here, but it'll, it'll match it to its closest location based upon the city and the zip code. So if this, if this fault line here lies on this zip code, then it's gonna pull that information from here. Okay. That makes sense. Those are, that was really the two questions that we had. Uh, specifically, when we hand off this to a client, how do we solve that, that issue? Because we did have our clients, you know, they're hooked on local Falcon. They see that and they think it's pretty and awesome. But now I hand them this and they're like, well, what the fuck over? So we're, we are going to be working on something. So are you talking about to make this like kind of more white labeled, the external link share? Well, I'm talking just the results there. So like local Falcon, let's say the number two there, right there over mm -hmm. the whole, if that was the center and then local Falcon would show that progression from two to one to six and they mm -hmm. can see that green and they, they assumed that that was their reach. Yeah. That's where local Falcon, I believe they, um, they, lose that accuracy because there's not maybe there's no official gps coordinates in this location okay so the only thing they're doing is taking an average or taking an approximation of what they think it is based off um, of that system that you just says so their approximation where your hand would be would be somewhere between 2 and 15 so yeah and and it'll pull so you may see like maybe it shows a 2 here maybe it shows a 3 here uh -huh. well it's probably pulling from this location the three is probably pulling from that three. That so sense. since there's no official GPS coordinates in this area, it's the only thing it's doing is taking an average. Between the two? Between the two points. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I see. I didn't even know that. I thought yeah. <laughs> so the, the data we have is, is what Google has. If, if, if you're seeing information that's wrong, then Google needs to update their shit. So <laughs> um, I literally went through probably four or five months making sure that the data was correct. Um, you can even match this up with like add preview tool and it's like spot on. So whatever you see in there will be spot on to this. Nice. I had another question on my head and I forgot what it was already. 
Uh, well, I'm still thinking of that in the audience. If you guys have questions for him, uh, go ahead and drop them through. Again, this is it's a stupid, simple tool. Um, oh, yeah, my question on the is the API local Falcon, as you know, they had that API issue, then they switched to credit based system like what you got. Mm -hmm. um, is that why your pricing is set the way it is in the credit system? We are because we do utilize Google's API. So that's why we had to make ours um, unique. That was one of the biggest problems that local Falcon had. I don't think they expected as many people to use it as they did, or maybe just didn't really understand Google's API and how it works. Um, but that's why we based everything on a, on a credit system. Okay, perfect. Uh, question from Simon is uh, your tool uses Google, the real Google GPS locations versus URL manip manipulation. Is that that statement? Yes. Yes. Okay. We also have access to a lot of IPs. So we do um, do a lot of scraping as well. So we're not only just scraping the information from where your business is, but also your top competitors as well. So that's one thing to also look at is, um, each time you run a, a rank track here, we actually it, it, we actually make a pinpoint as though the user was actually phys physically located here. Okay. So that's how we're doing those searches. So each time we do a run, we place a user here and do a search for each one of these different locations. And that's you know, the information that you're displaying is exactly what Google is would say. What would show to a user in that spot? Yes. Perfect. How else would this stand out? Say like, a, I think obviously right there, that was probably would answer this question, but how else would this separate it from like a rank tracker um, or pro rank tracker or SERP book or whatever? Yeah, so most of those tools like something like SERP book or write local or I search from, they're only pulling rankings based upon where the actual location that you're physically in so and most people don't look at proximity close enough and let me go back to the main dashboard here so if we look at something like this using something like i search from or bright local you're actually typing in the physical location of where that search query is so it would be as though someone were dead center in vancouver washington doing a search for that term mm -hmm. um most local Falcon was the kind of the first of its kind to really come out with something to help you really see the proximity grid. Um, and that's the problem that I see with stuff like Pro Ring Tracker. It doesn't do that. It only, it's still stuck in 2017 map pack optimization where you're only optimizing for the center of the city. Well, now you have all these other GPS coordinates. You're trying to fight this three pack, this three pack, this three pack. And that's where local Falcon was the first to get into the market for that. And that's why we, I wanted to make mine better than theirs. Yeah. Uh, question, will GeoMappy help in the GMB rankings to stay high or is there any method that would help? I think a better question would be, are you planning on adding a content marketing campaign teaching how to leverage this data um, to increase? Yeah. But yeah, so we're course already, but yeah, so we are going to be um, at some point. I'm going to be adding, like, if you click on this, you know, here's some tips that you can do to help you rank in this area. Um, at some point, we are building a GMB audit tool that's going to actually tell you exactly everything you need to do step by step. So eventually, we will get to that point, but for now, 
Um, it's just Frank Tracker. But we do, like I said, the reason why I love using this external tool also is this is something that you can show to clients if you're doing outreach. And then, you know, at some point we will be adding some tips and tricks and maybe how to make this 15 become a three or a two. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, let's see, exports. I just thought of this on the fly just because I just now looked at it. But if you have, can you do KML exports? No KML right now, only Excel, CSV, PDF, email. Yeah, I think KML would be awesome, especially if you're doing some map ranking, link building. I can uh, definitely make a note of that. Yeah. And maybe the CSV will, I don't know, I have to try it, download it, the CSV version, and then use Google Earth Pro and see if I can match it up. But that would be really cool just to have that output. Then you drop it into Google Maps, instant link building tool. Yeah, we, we have charts too. So once you see ranking fluctuations, you'll be able to send those out with graphs. But I like being able to see this. The map view is what I love seeing. You can at least see, you know, exactly where you are, if you've had increases, decreases. Yeah, this would be cool for audits. Like you were saying that one of your users was using them to for outreach. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. I would actually take this page and embed it on my website inside it for the audit. So they see everything all right there. But yeah, and, and just contact all these guys. Be like, hey, here you are at number 18. Who wants to be up here? You know, yeah. it's, it's a good it's a good tool. People are visual learners. I'm a visual learner. It's nice to just see something nice and big on a map. Makes sense. Uh, let's see, question from Scott. Is there any plans to add in post or other GMB management features? Um, not, not directly built in this. That's gonna be another tool that we're building. It's gonna be a full GMB audit tool. So it's gonna tell you how many citations you have, how many posts you have, how many reviews you have, there's been any user edits, which I know that's big right now. People want to know if users are making edits to your listing. We're going to add that feature in there, but again, that's later down the road. Yeah, that would be really cool. This took nine months to make alone. I almost <laughs> gave up on it, and that's why I caught out my baby because it took nine months. But um, it's there's a lot that goes into. I don't know if you guys ever built software before, but there's there's a it's a lot of work, a lot of work. So and it's expensive. Very expensive. Yeah. So I think 25 is pretty reasonable for the amount of credits that you get for sure. Yeah. Especially for most people. I would honestly, if, if it was me, I would take on a new client. If I took on a new local client, I would actually get a new sub and just roll that 25 into what I'm charging the client. Yeah. Um, which is a good but idea. Yeah, fifteen hundred credits is a lot. I mean, I, you could do one run a one run a week, run run a day, um, and you won't even use close to that. I mean, I I manage quite a bit, so I need the bigger packages. But yeah, um, plus also too, you can it's got automation too, so you can choose if you want it to run, um, you know, every day, every other week, every other day, once a month. You can choose whatever automation you want. What do you think would be a good best practice? Like I do, I do rank tracking weekly. I do it at, at least at least once a week. I don't. Some people are crazy and check every day. I've never really been one of those types to check rankings every day because I'm always doing something to it. But I mean, at least you know once a week, a couple times a week. It just depends on what you're doing. Um, if you're really trying to optimize this listing, it's it's good to be able to check rankings every time you might see a new citation index or something like that. So it just depends on the campaign. 
I guess. For sure. All right. Well, Jordan, I'd like to thank you for giving us the tour of this. Yeah, time. thanks for having me. Yeah, it was painfully simple. You didn't over <laughs> overstay. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, we, we made the UI pretty user-friendly, like click here for campaign, click here for new. I just I wanted to get it, make sure it's really accurate, first of all, and really user-friendly for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Question for Dwayne. Is there any plans to add VA sub-accounts? That's a good question. Um, we do. So we will eventually have different um, like agency level accounts. So you can add additional users. Maybe you don't want them to be able to add a campaign, but they can come here and at least maybe see some of the links here. So we do have um, um, at some point in the near near future, we will be adding that. So new pricing levels too. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that looks like it. That's it. That was the last question. So. Cool. I will right, give it back to you here. Shoot. Right. Holy shit. Enlarge Jordan's head. <laughs> Exit full screen. <laughs> it's a big head on a 27 inch. Big head. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, with that being said, again, the link is geomappy. Dot com g-e-o-m-a-p-y dot com uh, $25 a month is well worth it if you even if you just want to test it out and you can compare it to the other tools that you see uh, our agency one of our staff members got it is testing it out as well we're getting ready to plug um, uh, one of our clients into it that has a significant number of maps and we're just gonna see how long it takes us to burn through that standard credit thing but for sure if he's adding more pricing options and uh, that'll be good for you too. Plus it'll get you away from rank tracking every day. So uh, if, when you're on a credit based system, that's for sure. Um, uh, speaking of ranking tips and stuff, Jordan does have that course. I don't know if you're still promoting it. Are you still selling that? Yeah, we still have it. It's uh, gmbmasteracademy.com. gmbmasteracademy.com. So check that out. I Even I've taken that course. Uh, and you learn some nuggets, even if you think you're an expert. So go ahead and, and try it. Yeah, we, uh, we've added quite a bit too since you've been in there. So, oh, really? See, I need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slacker. I just go through and learn everything and then walk off. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, and let's see. All right. And that's it. Uh, on a show note level, uh, and considering changing the uh, format of the show a little bit, I want to stick with the news because obviously a lot of people value that, but our. I uh, was talking to Jordan and he gave me a really great idea and I think I'm going to implement it just as we're sitting here going over it is uh, whittle down to five news pieces and then how to apply it like actually going into this is what it means this is what you can do with it and stuff so that'll take a little bit more production work but I won't have to read as much either so that's kind of cool. So we're going to go ahead and try that out. And if you can give Jordan a shout out on Facebook uh, or go sign up to his uh, new product uh, and uh, appreciate your time, everyone. And thank you for watching SEO This Week, episode 130.